Good morning everybody and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefice for this Sunday the 16th of August which is the 10th Sunday after Trinity. After a short pause there will be an introductory piece from Henrietta. Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, we are truly sorry and repent of all our sins for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us. Forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. 
Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And the collect then for the tenth Sunday after Trinity. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things as shall please you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 56. Thus says the Lord, Maintain justice and do what is right, for soon my salvation will come and my deliverance will be revealed. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants, all who keep the Sabbath and do not profane it and hold fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Thus says the Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, I will gather others to them besides those already gathered. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans, chapter 11. I ask, then, has God rejected his people? By no means. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people, whom he foreknew. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Just as you were once disobedient to God, but have now received mercy because of their disobedience, so they have now been disobedient in order that, by the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. For God has imprisoned all in disobedience, so that he may be merciful to all. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Our Gospel is taken from Matthew's Gospel in the 15th chapter, beginning at the 10th verse. Jesus called the crowd to him and said to them, Listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but it is what comes out of the mouth that defiles Then the disciples approached and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offence when they heard what you said? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. 
and if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain this parable to us. And Jesus said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this is what defiles. For out of the heart come evil intentions, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David! My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The verses we've just heard from Isaiah are very few, but very deep. I started by wondering what would be an acceptable sacrifice to God. And I will return to this question. But first I realised that the passage is not about what, but about who can offer sacrifices. As our reading was set from the lectionary, there are some verses missing. Verses 3 and 5, which we did not hear, speak of the foreigner. Do not let the foreigner say, the Lord will surely separate me from his people. And do not let the eunuch say, I am just a dry tree. For thus says the Lord to the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths, I will give them an everlasting name. I do not know why the lectionary compilers left out these lines, perhaps to a Void is talking about eunuchs, which is a pity. Montesquieu gives a description of harem life, explaining that ordinarily in a noble's house there would be between six and eight eunuchs whose job it was to insist on obedience, order and silence in that strange world. Strange world indeed, and I imagine it must have been strange for Isaiah's audience to hear that these two will be welcomed by God 
and will be brought to the holy mountain and that their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on the altar. Isaiah, the one writing chapter 56, more than 500 years before Christ, so more than two and a half millennia ago, would I think be shocked at how little progress we have made. Only a few years ago, a Catholic couple, one of whom had been divorced, came to be married in our Church of England church. Because of the divorce, they were not allowed to take communion in their own church. And I wondered whether they would like a marriage with Holy Communion with us. They were overjoyed, so that is what we did. Now, they were an amazingly faithful couple. For their own integrity and for no other reason, they would come to church with us every Sunday. They did not need to. They were already properly qualified to be married as they lived in the parish. But they also went to Saturday evening Mass at the Catholic Church with their children to maintain that connection. And they carried on doing that for more than a year. Let us listen to Isaiah again. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord, and to be his servants, all who keep the Sabbath and do not profane it, and hold fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. I do hope and pray that my couple are still joyful. When will we truly absorb what Isaiah is telling us? That the Lord's house shall be a house of prayer for all nations. And that this will be so that he will bring home all that remain to be brought in. Why are some people's sacrifices not acceptable to some denominations or even some wings of our own church. To return to my first question, what is an acceptable sacrifice to God? Isaiah and Jews who followed, and even later Paul, make it clear that it is not about physical descent or nationality. There is no longer Jew or Greek, no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female, and nor for that matter, eunuchs. The covenant outweighs all other considerations, and the acceptable sacrifice is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength. And when we do this, then we may come to the holy mountain, and then we will be filled with joy. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. 
We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Heavenly Father, we pray for your church in the world, our archbishops Justin and Stephen, and our bishops in this diocese, Graham, Alan and Jonathan, as they lead your church. Be with them as they discern a way forward. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we are conscious that coronavirus is still with us, affecting our daily lives. As things continue to evolve, help us to prepare for better or worse. Help us to be adaptable and accepting of the advice and rules we receive. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, we come with much concern for our young people, those who have had estimated exam results, especially where they differ in many, many cases from their expectations. We pray too for those who are anxious about their immediate future and those who are waiting fearfully for GCE, GSC, GCSE results next week. Lord, be with those whose task it is to make corrections so that there may be a fair outcome for all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we share in yesterday's VJ commemorations, conscious of the horrors and the brutalities of war and particularly that war in the Pacific. We remember those who lost their lives, who endured prisons, inhuman treatment, and we give thanks for the freedoms that they fought for, which we enjoy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, we bring before you all those who are ill in any way. We give thanks for all those who work in our health and care services, 
and we pray that their touch will be compassionate and healing. In a moment of quiet, we bring before you those we know who need your healing touch. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we remember those we have loved, but who we see no more. We remember all who have died. We remember that the cases of coronavirus leading to death are still with us, still increasing. We pray too for all those who were involved in the train accident in Scotland early this week. And Lord, we pray for those who are on our hearts and minds, whether they have died recently or whether we are approaching the anniversary of the loss of a loved one. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for peace throughout the world and particularly we pray for all the peaceful coexistence of the world's great religions. As we struggle and seek the way towards you, let us learn to help one another. O Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we join together now in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Thank you very much for being with us uh, this morning for our podcast service. There are just two notices, please, which I would like to bring to your attention The first concerns the uh, harbour service. This is a service which takes place on the quay at Burnham Overy Stave. And this year it will be at four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday the 30th of August. Uh, Clearly, if the weather is good, it will be good for you to come. It is an outdoor service, so you won't have to wear masks. And uh, I think it will be an opportunity to be... Uh, within a couple of metres of your friends and fellow worshippers. Additionally, I'd just like to draw your attention to uh, an event at Burnham Norton at St Margaret's on Sunday the 6th of September, where Kevin Crossley Holland has been so kind and is going to read for us uh, a series of poems which are brand new and never been published, uh, which he has been writing during lockdown, and which are centred upon his love for the Burnham parishes. The title of the series is Belonging. Uh, There is no entry fee, but you do need a ticket, please, so that we can control numbers and uh, meet all the regulations associated with having performing events. So just to repeat, Sunday 6th of September, 5pm at St Margaret's. Thank you. Please remain attentive for the blessing. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ our Lord and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit 
be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord.